0: Civilized people, they'll eat each other. Oh my gee. So that is a very iconic scene from Heath uh, Ledger, who played the Joker in The Dark Knight back in 2008. And that's kind of an interesting way of uh, introducing this episode. I mean, as much as we probably don't want to be focusing on COVID-19, Uh, You can't get away from it right now. It's literally everywhere, and especially on social media. Um, But uh, regardless, thank you for joining us here at Straight Love. Uh, We love the fact that you have incorporated us into your podcast rotation, whatever that looks like. Um, we really appreciate every listener. We appreciate every listen and we appreciate your comments, your feedback as always. If you haven't done so already hit, uh, head on over to Instagram and give us a follow at straight.love. That's S T R the number eight dot love. Uh, Jim is, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> <laughs> Jim's fiddling with, uh, this is like a something, selfie thing, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. from the future actually. Um, huh. do you want to guess what that is? It's, it's,
1: you know what? I, I, well, I can see it's got this button with the little camera on. It. Okay, so at first I didn't see it, and I was like, "What is this thing?" Yeah, it's so a selfie like, stick, yeah or not? But even though I know that now, and you've confirmed that, I still have no idea how this yeah. works. You know what, man? Am I, I becoming my dad? <laughs>
0: I ordered that off of Amazon, actually, and it came with zero instructions. So what you're doing right now yeah. is exactly what I did as okay. soon as I had it. I was like, how do you open this? How am I going to do this without breaking it? Uh, maybe we'll post a couple of pictures about sure. what it is exactly the team is can. looking at right now so you can see what we're talking about. But yeah. uh, it's, uh, I don't know. I do why I thought I needed a selfie stick, I don't know, but I have one now, so... Whoops. Okay, and it's broken. <laughs> there you have it. No, I might have... Actually, I might have stumbled
1: onto something, so you're welcome. And that that I knew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Okay, I'm back. So, uh,
0: yeah, COVID-19, it's everywhere. Um, it's a pandemic. It's... You know what, man? I'm, I'm not an anxious person. Uh, I don't consider myself uh somebody who who goes to the worst case scenario a lot i'm pretty optimistic i feel good you know i we've talked uh, before about humanity i always seem to believe in people a lot more than most yeah this is uh this is different and it feels different and i feel different you know i i i'm a little anxious right now and i think it's the you know it's it's more to do with the fact that there's so much unknown right now you know, if somebody could tell me right now, hey, you know what, dude, in three weeks, you'll be back to work. You'll be back at the gym. You'll be back to your normal routine. Then, you know, I'm, I'm able to deal with this because I know that it's temporary. And while at the back of my mind, it's like this is, of course, going to be temporary. How long, though, you know, are we going to be back to work in the fall? Is this going to pass through the summer? Like, I mean, what is the the worst case uh, scenario
1: right now? I don't even know. But it's uh, it's it's.
0: It's freaking a lot of people out, obviously. Well,
1: I'd like to say that I I know or would have an idea, but I, I don't think. Well, I was gonna say I don't think anyone knows, but I think there are people that do know.
0: Okay, so are we going down the conspiracy well, uh, I theory I rabbit hole right away, or I don't? I, who who are these people and the powers that be? Like, do you think that there's? Uh, scientists that are locking themselves down in the Pentagon somewhere that have already kind of isolated
1: a uh, a, a vaccine, or I don't want to necessarily immediately subscribe to conspiracy theories. I will say I- I'll find it hard not to believe that there's I'm gonna say way more to this than what is just a medical emergency.
0: So the what what would be the Intent on not letting people in on this very
1: privy information? I think there's a lot of, I think there's been a lot of education that's happened from this. There's been a lot of learning and not from the perspective of you and I and the other people that are roaming the earth and walking the street, but I think in terms of the powers that be and let's call it for what it is there are powers that be mm-hmm. on, on whatever platform you want to subscribe to that being okay. leaders of nations or there being you know the underground sects and illuminati and stone cutters or whatever all that shit is the new world order is the new that a thing th- i don't know <laughs> but i think i think a lot has become apparent from
0: so is this like are we the guinea pigs right now are they kind of seeing how we run around and how Mm -hmm. we react
1: to this Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, i I mean hey look man i'm I'm not
1: gonna i'm not gonna squash that I, i don't know going back exactly to the quote that we just heard a few moments ago it's kind of exactly that everyone is walking around with this higher order of morality and ethics and concern but it's because there's no imminent threat right there's nothing that's looming that's causing this distress and anxiety and fear of unknown and now something's been introduced to Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. and i'm not saying it was complete pandemonium but it wasn't that far off yeah yeah
0: i mean Uh, like if you you look at the way that this was handled in in different parts of the globe in different parts yeah. of the country, even, and there was widespread panic. You it's, know, there yeah, people were f- were, right. were afraid.
1: They're scared. They're still afraid. They are. Yeah, they're still fearful. It's concerning, to say the least.
0: It is concerning, and it was a little. You know, I'm I'm, disheart- I'm disheartened as well. You know, I like I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm an advocate for people. I believe in people. You and I had a had a conversation before about universal income and what right. you think people would do with an extra thousand dollars a month. And I thought, you know, they're going to use it to pay down debt they're going to use it towards their you know childcare costs they're going to do all sorts of good with it mm-hmm. and you know you certainly didn't share that same kind of opinion and uh now that i've seen people react you, you do kind of see the worst of people in these instances yeah. you see a lot of selfishness they're in it for themselves they're taking all the toilet paper i still don't understand that. i also don't get that uh, the way that it was kind of explained to me is that as soon as you start seeing scarcity yeah people course. just they can't Go help nuts. themselves they have maybe they already have 17 rolls but they need that 18th and 19th and right. they just start hoarding uh it's it's interesting to kind of sit back and 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 observe, man. But um, I am disheartened. I'm discouraged. It it's it's um, I, I I wasn't I wasn't expecting this. Let's just put it that way. I don't think
1: I had an expectation, and largely because I don't keep current with things, and I don't keep my pulse, uh, keep a pulse on the news and whatnot. Obviously, this is impossible not to know what's going on. But at the outset, but going back or, or running a parallel with the universal income example that we'd given. I appreciate for sure your optimism towards it and yes, I had a less than optimistic view of it. Now, I wasn't of the opinion that everyone would completely squander it away and flush it down the toilet Mm -hmm. but my thought, my opinion, my perspective was that the number of people that would use it in those good resourceful ways that you had mentioned I think is a small percentage of the people that would and truthfully this what's happened over the last few weeks that's kind of a little bit indicative of it I'm not saying there haven't been people that have outstretched their arms and done a lot of good of and, course, and looked yep. out for their neighbor mm-hmm. but the majority of people were what can I do for myself Yes, and, and the, and their, my family and the family. very immediate yeah. people to them that Correct. being their family what can I do for myself right now Regardless of what it does to anybody else, I I would
0: love to argue w- with you right now.
1: I would love to tell you that I know. you're wrong. I it's
0: and it's tough for me. And this that's I think I think that's why I'm struggling so much is that because I don't like the truth that I'm looking at right now. Right, you know, um, that's not to say that that there haven't been some diamonds in the rough. I mean, it's difficult to go on social media right now. I know, and and you know, we obviously promote this sh- show on social media, so
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it would be
0: kind counter- of you know we don't want to say uh get off of social media altogether limit yourself of course because there is a lot of fear there's a lot of negativity and the more that you're exposing yourself to that uh you know you're really not going to be doing yourselves any favors and if you've ever gone down a rabbit hole before i mean i don't see an end in sight on this one so uh really kind of try and monitor your consumption of social media as much as you possibly can Speaking of social media, though, I have seen, like I said, some some really good stories. Uh, There's been people that have shared how uh, they've gone through their apartment buildings, especially people that live with senior citizens and left notes on the door saying, hey, my name is so and so. Here's my number. If you'd like me to go out and get you groceries, if you need any kind of medication, those kinds of things, please let me know and I'll do it for you. So there are people out there that are still concerned about their community. They're still concerned about those that are more vulnerable. Um, so those are uh, those those are those are stories that we certainly don't want to lose sight of, but that doesn't discount uh, the kind of behavior that we're seeing with other people. I don't know, man. What like you you were at Costco recently, mm-hmm. uh, just to pick up the the bareness like just do your regular, regular weekly yeah. shopping kind of thing. I, I've been to save on foods, and I'll be honest with you, I, only once since this whole thing hit, mm-hmm. it wasn't that bad. Uh, I, I saw lineups around the store at Superstore, and I know that Costco. I've seen some pictures of like the parking lot and that kind of thing, and it's just people are, are line up forever. Like, what was your experience like? And you, you were like you were there pretty recently, as
1: far as I know. Right? I was there a couple days ago, and it seemed like it was regular as usual. Now, granted, oh. I knew what I was going in there for. Okay, uh, you know, a, a less than a handful of items, like yeah. you said, regular regular items for me. Um, so I didn't walk up and down all of the aisles. Everything looked to be pretty regular. Um, it looked to be the same kind of busyness that it usually is Was when I'm there. I will say the one thing that was out of the ordinary and it was a consequence or a function of everything that's happened is I actually uh, I know a person that works there. Mm. And I had seen them while I was there. And I was walking out with my stuff already. Like I said, I had about four items. And kind of from a distance, the hello, the nod, the wave. And the person said, stocking up on... On items, and I said, "Nope, just regular shopping for me today." And but that was per- the
0: first words out of their mouth. Right, from and the and church. they're yeah.
1: they're a very nice, very kind person. And my resp- and I had said, uh, "Nope, just picking up the regular things that I usually get." Mm-hmm. And their response was, "Oh, good for you.
0: <laughs> That's admirable." Right. So coming
1: so coming from a person that works there, that probably has seen the mayhem oh, totally. over the sure, sure. you know week and a half prior to it, just goes to show like where everyone's mindset is at so what are you going to be doing now
0: with this extra time that we kind of all find ourselves with now like I'm working from home you're working from home and and this is for me it's uh, (laughs) indefinite or I mean for the foreseeable future Mm -hmm. at least so uh, based on the fact that when we do leave the house it's, it's only supposed to be for the essentials you know grocery shopping and, and, and what have you So recording podcasts recording podcasts <laughs> yeah this is super important yeah so what do what you what do you kind of like do you have a, a checklist of things you want to do are you going to be reading more books are you going to be uh, is there any kind of, uh, of of project that you kind of wanted to get off the ground anything that you've been uh, procrastinating on doing that now you finally have time to do uh, household stuff like how are you going to keep yourself busy other than binging netflix or doing a lot of things
1: that maybe aren't going to be all that productive what are, what are you going to do that's going to kind of help and feed your soul a little bit that's a great question i don't think my life is really going to change all that much from how it is on a usual basis okay to be honest no gym of course i don't know if my gym is closed actually mm. i know a bunch of them are and i haven't checked to see if it is or not I kind of had hoped it wasn't but then I sort of thought is it just responsible to not go at the same time even if it was still open even if it was still open Mm -hmm. so I'm not sure about that I'm still thinking thinking about that but I was thinking about your question uh, earlier and I hope to endeavor on reading a bit more and not binging out on Netflix but Watching good stuff, watching enlightening things, watching uh, helpful things, uh, making more time from for that, and and not kind of becoming a bit of a, a vegetable about things. But I guess the the other side of it is I can still work from home, so it's it's a pretty hefty time of the year for me. I work and spending a lot of hours, so it's probably largely going to be the same. What do you?
0: What would you be like? How how would you kind of replace? your gym routine with what you could potentially be doing at home like are you going to be doing are you going to be going
1: for walks are you going to be i have some old videos workout what was it insanity i think i have that yeah Uh, you really okay i've got that i did that for a few months back in the day i think i'll probably just subscribe to doing that again and and actually doing something that's upbeat but going for walks yeah that sounds like a great idea and who knows what comes of it i mean this is all pretty pretty early on and yeah well i mean what are you going to be doing
0: well keeping active is is something that i've kind of like i I was i had a really good gym routine going on and i don't like you know like we always say on the show consistency is everything so Mm -hmm. uh I don't want to lose that momentum that I kind of have right now. Uh, I will shout out a couple of people on Instagram if if anybody wants to follow them for home workouts. It's, of course, our friend uh, Carl J. Berryman. So that's Coach Carl. Give him a follow. Uh, Lindsay.schluter, that's S-C-H-L-U-T-E-R. She's another one of, uh, of a close friend of ours who... Um, is killing it in the uh, in the fitness and uh, the health and fitness industry, so give them both a follow they 're posting workouts it seems like on a regular basis, and just for the most part just kind of inspiring uplifting content so f- as much as you kind of want to stay up to date with what 's happening with covid nineteen you know don 't forget that there 's so many other ways that you could be Uh, There's so many many other things that you could be consuming right now that are going to be doing a lot of good for you. So give those people a follow. Um, You know, we haven't been posting very much lately. Jim and I have had some creative differences as to what we think should be on the Instagram account. So uh, that's something we're still trying to work out. Uh, I'm uh, Jim. Is more of uh, he likes to uh, share things that are very informative, uh, that are very inspiring. Whereas I'm more carefree, silly heart, making people smile. And Jim recently just got promoted within the ranks of the No Fun Police. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah. Here we go. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. We gotta keep. Obviously, let's get it. Was gonna, yeah, that's. There it is, everybody. <laughs> I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy. And this is how creative differences go to the point of fuck you no so fuck you <laughs> all right well i guess i'll see you around you know what man
0: it's interesting because you and i we and I, I wouldn't even say that we're arguing about this we, no. we do we do obviously look at things very much uh, from a different perspective on what we think is good content uh but it does uh you know and, and not to compare us to uh, any kind of um you know uh, rock bands that are out there or anything, but when you see or you hear these behind the music things with these guys that mm. are creating these incredible pieces of music, and they end up breaking up because nobody can get on the same page. It's not because they don't like each other. It's not because they you know they they they're capable of doing wonderful things together, but they just get to the point where it's like, dude, I, I can't fucking do this your way. Yeah. You can't do it my way. So what's the point anymore and you and I are, are are very good at communicating, so I don't think that that's ever going to be an issue. But I'm sure there's frustration on your part as well as mine, because it's like
1: this guy doesn't get it, right? Yeah, I think we're probably both saying that. That's right. But, I mean, yeah. but also, my sort of position on it, or my my take on it, from my own personal perspective, was that I just asked myself the question of: Is this really ultimately worth it? I guess is the is the context for me, I suppose, and it came down to I have a perspective Mm -hmm. you have a perspective I think we're challenged to each see the full perspective of the other person correct and so for me I it just it's not um it's not a surrender of it it's just we're not gonna perhaps see the exact perspective of the other person so then then what do you do with it and to me it was just it's not worth it to go I don't think it it just isn't right and that's why it's you be your be your personality be who you are Mm -hmm. and I'll be mine and that's that's good enough that's what it is kind of thing yeah Yeah. and plus when you ended that text conversation with that super passive aggressive statement there I was like alright I was like that's how we're gonna that's that's where we're going on this one I was like I I thought we were having a good good exchange and everything like that and then I get the one line passive aggressive one and I was like well you know what buddy check fucking mate check fucking mate man you got me there I was like I'm I'm I feel terrible about myself now, so <laughs> hey, it's surprising
0: what four words or five words can do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, yeah. um, but you know what, man? I'm I'm glad that we kind of sorted that out to a certain I, to a certain extent. Uh, I love you to death. That doesn't change, obviously. obviously but uh, yeah. it's it's interesting because you don't you don't you don't ever think that these are going to be things that are going to be nope. problems, and then they are, and then you're mm-hmm. like, oh shit, this is a fucking reality right now. We're gonna have to address this. So,
1: yeah. um, hey, man, in my line of work. Um, you know, in the corporate world and and doing what I do. And I see a lot of uh, structures in businesses where siblings are involved together or um, parents and children. And there are, there are not, there's not lots, but I have for sure seen a few in my day where literally people that are in business together because they disagree on a a perspective or disagree on Mm -hmm. a path to take or whatever it might be. They literally won't speak to each other. Oh, totally. It's like, get out of here. I don't have anything to fucking do with you. Right. Yes, I realize we are literally brothers. Blood. Yep. Blood. But we don't agree on something. Like, that. that is worth more than being family then it sort of blows my mind is, is
0: that pride is pride mixed up in that you think or what i is don't know it?
1: what that is that's uh because i mean people will
0: hold those grudges sometimes and just be will. like i ain't talking that fucking and then you know 10 15 years later 20 years later they're still not talking and maybe they forget what, what even what is it's even about but they're still not willing to
1: right bend you know yeah and then the day of reckoning does come which right. ties into one of our episodes previous about uh, the top five regrets of the of the dying sure i'm sure that day does come i don't think it's absent to anybody that if you've lived Lived out this get out of my life thing over something that's ultimately really petty in the end. When you're on your deathbed, you're probably saying to yourself, "Whoops,
0: mm-hmm. no, yeah." And then it's too late. Right? And then it's it's kind of too late. Right, right, right. Well, I don't know if this is a segue or not, but uh, you and I kind of uh, threw around the idea of talking about shame and guilt and that kind of thing because. Yeah. Um, with uh, with a lot of the behavior that's happening right now surrounding covid19 there are people that are going the route of shaming people for the kinds of decisions that are that that, that uh, they're making you look at spring break in florida right now for instance and people are like "Fuck it i'm going to the beach i don't give a shit and there's literally you know hundreds of people at the beach in miami fort lauderdale you name it kind of thing and people are basically saying wow Pretty selfish. Shouldn't yeah. do that. Here's the reasons why, and shaming them by posting their pictures on social media, by posting their videos on the news, etc., uh, etc. Et so, I uh, visited our friends over at PsychologyToday.com to uh, uh, kind of explore guilt and shame, and what I thought was was interesting. First of all, is the difference between the two. Um, if I were to ask you, Jim, just off the top here. What do you think the difference is, uh, first of all, between
1: uh, guilt and shame? I would have to say the difference between guilt and shame, and I'm rephrasing the question because I don't have an answer readily available (laughs) to me, so I'm (laughs) looking for time here. Good technique, yeah, I dig it. Um, I don't know, actually. Hmm. Yeah, me I neither. I don't know where to go with that. I
0: didn't know either. So when I was reading this, I actually ended up learning a lot. So why not share it with our uh, with our listeners? So guilt and shame are extremely unpleasant emotions that can cause deep psychological wounds and impact our lives in significant ways. So before we go any further, let's define the two to understand. Yeah. So guilt, first of all. Feelings of guilt typically arise when we believe we've done or are about to do something that can result in harm to another person. So this can be emotionally, physically, uh, materially, or otherwise. We usually respond to feelings of guilt by refraining from taking the intended action or by making efforts to repair the relationship by apologizing and or atoning for the harm that we've caused. As such, an already established short-term benefit of guilt is that it helps us maintain our relationships and, keep us, and keeps us in good standing with our families and our communities. How, how would you kind of um, summarize that? it's it's an emotion that we that we experience either to repair something or to prevent us from doing something maybe
1: yeah it's it's tough to kind of
0: wrap Some your head reason, around yeah okay so let me let me talk about shame then and we can see if we can kind of see how the two differentiate from each other so shame arises when we feel bad not just about what we've done but what our actions imply about who we are hmm. as such shame represents a much deeper psychological wound one in which we c- we condemn not just our behavior but our very self We typically respond to feelings of shame by making efforts to distance ourselves from the shame-inducing event and hiding or withdrawing in order to avoid facing the scrutiny, criticism, or scorn we anticipate from others. So that's why shaming, it seems like, is such a, a popular way of dealing with people these these days you know we'll we'll fat shame someone we will slut shame someone you know it's it's a very aggressive way of trying to change someone's behavior
1: what came to me is it's it's a more active way to ostracize someone to distance right to disconnect whereas it makes me think of how you can make someone try to make someone feel guilty mm-hmm but still maintain presence and connection and that type of a relationship. Whereas shaming, now in what you've read there, I, I think does create more of an environment of you separate, you disassociate. Or you try to at least. Or you yeah. try to at least, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, the, the whole idea of,
0: okay, so uh, you're associating me with right. whatever it is. Yeah. That hurts me. I don't want to be associated with it. So the more that you make a point of saying that that's the case the more that it's deeply affecting me yeah huh okay so so would you say that guilt then is kind of a, a can be viewed
1: as as a, as a good thing because it's it's a moral compass almost if one's moral compass is is on is on sure is dialed in huh yeah, interesting Well it's, right? it's, it's all awareness again I mean oh, it, it all, yeah, I agree it all boils yeah. down to that going back to and I think there there needs to be a component of both needs uh, that's a touchy word there's there needs to be a component of both if you don't have the awareness of guilt or shame things that end up happening are exactly what has just occurred over the last two weeks people mm. going into stores and cleaning places out of toilet paper and sanitizer and yeah not giving a shit what the repercussions are for the other people that couldn't do it whether it's people that didn't not to pat myself on the back overreact like myself or yeah. elderly people that could not um, get out and be as mobilely quick to go and procure items that they might need or other people that are not as uh, fortunate to be able to do that it's just you're you if you're not aware to it if you're not keen to it then that also is a, a problem in and of itself of course it is yeah so i i think there needs to be some degree of um I don't know, is it moral policing, if you want to call it that? I mean, I think of those examples. I I don't know how many of them are, but I know there's for certain one where some guy in the States bought like a kajillion bottles of hand sanitizer and then was selling them on Amazon and eBay for four times or five times as much. Something just disgusting, right? Like you're (laughs) clearly trying to profiteer off of fear and what's happening and state of emergency and all that kind of stuff. And he had the boom lowered on him. Oh, big time. Big time. Apparently, that New York
0: Times article was one of their most read ever. Really? I think it was New York Times. New York Times and New York
1: Post, one of those. But yeah, it was one of the most online read of all time. And had there been no degree of moral policing, however that came about, Mm. I mean, how many listings are there on Amazon and eBay at any given time? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Who knows? They're in the millions, I'm sure. Sure. So... Someone had to have brought this to someone's attention and say, "What's this guy doing?" Because clearly, this guy's moral compass was flushed down a toilet. Yeah,
0: he's he's thinking profit. He's thinking profit,
1: right? And it's just, if he had some sort of if he if he didn't have misintention or malintention, you and I probably both sit here and think, "How the fuck can you not?" (laughs) Right. Yeah, it seems pretty, pretty straight, pretty, uh, pretty uh, clear as day here. Yeah,
0: what's right. your, what's your damage?
1: And the article I had read, I believe it was subsequent to all of this unfolding, and he uh, was interviewed or said, I, I didn't mean to. It wasn't my intention. That's not fucking good enough. <laughs> It's just not yeah it, yeah it just can't be not in my world not so, in my world of humanity for that guy to say that wasn't my intention then what's your intention man so You're- he didn't have the self-awareness then to think how he was uh, affecting people's ability just to, to to procure these right essentials quote unquote correct okay i i just i can't i can't get there here's the thing his actions weren't in the heat of battle or in the heat of elevated emotion or something to that degree it's a concerted effort this guy thought i'm gonna go buy this stuff out as mm-hmm. much as i possibly can yeah. and then i'm going to concertedly sell it for five six times what it actually sells mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. because of this scarcity and i'm gonna make a bunch of money if your morality and your integrity doesn't clue into how shitty that is, Yeah, I don't give a fuck what you have to say (laughs) after the fact. It is not good enough, period. That is why there's so much shit state of affairs in the world is because of people not being able to see direct apparent, transparent... Situations like that. Yeah, wasn't there some dude in the States too that bought like a patent
0: on a certain cancer medication and then jacked up the price like 600% so it was
1: unbelievably... Yes. You know what I'm talking about? I do recall something like this. I also do believe if it's the same one, which I don't think there's a whole bunch of different examples of this, but I also believe if it's the same one, that same guy said, I will give it for free to anyone who can't afford it. He had some actual... I don't want to say intellectual motive, but he had some other motive other than just profiteering mm-hmm. behind it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, can I say it was all in good intention and all in good favor, his plan? I don't know exactly, but I know for sure. I remember the guy said, if you can't afford it, all you need to do is call me or email me and I will give it to you for free. See, so, yeah, I didn't hear that part. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. There, it was something to do with the pharmaceutical companies, why he was doing it. Huh. Some I don't know if he was trying to you know squash the man yeah, in, yeah, maybe. in corporate America by yeah. what he was trying to do but I think it had something to do with that now am I educated enough to conclude that that's what it was absolutely not but there might be more to that than
0: and this this happens. comes down to us as human beings being very like we when we see unfairness it affects us we 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 can't help it we see unfairness and we want to do something about it because we get very angry
1: absolutely and especially if it directly impacts us
0: yeah and, he, and even if especially especially you're 100 right and i don't know if i've told this story on the podcast before but this reminds me of uh what happens with uh with primates and there was um i don't know where i heard this story but there was a guy who he had that like a uh, i don't know if he was like um What his job was, if he was a zoologist or whatever it was, he he either visited these primates in the zoo on a regular basis or he was actually, he worked there with these particular primates and he had a favorite one. Okay, so whatever the relationship looked like, I don't know, but it was to the point where uh, he liked this particular monkey so much. It might have been chimpanzee. I don't know, some, some sort of a primate that uh, he decided it was his birthday and he was going to give him some birthday cake. Sure. So he brought in the birthday cake, isolated the the primate, the particular monkey from the other monkeys that were within this uh, certain space. And the, the other primates were witnessing how this monkey was getting cake and they weren't. And they somehow got with got into this enclosure where this other guy was. Yeah recognizing immediately this is unfair and proceeded to rip off his face and hands whoops <laughs> so i mean wow. i guess the point that i'm trying to make or the, or the or the, uh, the connection that i'm trying to make here is that because we're closely associated with these prime with with yeah. uh, with you know monkeys that unfairness is kind of ingrained into us, it's and when we see it it 's instinctual yeah. yeah it it makes us angry, it makes us want to do something about it, and especially if we see it impacting us or those that we love, we 're just like you know it, we're going to take drastic measures
1: now we probably won't rip rip people 's faces off, but but you bring up a really good point, and i 'll ask you this question with respect to what 's just recently happened, but I bet certainly that's what has happened. People will see well. This person's stocking up on this. I mean, there's a lot of components here to this. Obviously mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. happens mentally and how people perceive things, but someone stocking up on something or someone posts something about a better, you know, get as much TP as you can for whatever reason, like that's the big thing with all of this. I don't get that either.
0: Okay, well let's 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 stop right there. Let's figure that one out. Okay, let's let's do a scenario. I'm at Costco, I have eleven packages of toilet paper in my cart, and that's
1: it. Right. Okay. You come up to me yeah what do you say i don't know if i i'm scared to come up to you but you that's ever, what i mean and that's
0: why this is just make-believe right like yeah. what, what 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 would you kind of like what would be your words so you come up to me and i you know i'm, I'm like, like hi can i help you what why are you staring at me <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm not even sure what i would say so i mean would you want to know why i get well i get we're under this is under the impression that i don't know what's going on or what's happening or no no no
0: like okay so let's say okay let, let's let so you you want to understand why it is that i have 17 packages right and nothing else like that would kind of be like okay well let's start there at least i guess so i
1: okay. would i would probably then say what's with all the tp man okay so let's start over okay okay
0: yeah can i help you what are you Zarinat? at you creepy looking weirdo
1: well, that's a bit in vain. <laughs> <laughs> but fair enough <laughs> nah, nah, I would probably say I was just no no, 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 not probably I would, this, I this would is say, yeah okay, I would say, ready I was just looking at all the toilet paper you had yeah, what wandering. business is it of yours i i I, I need this this is uh, probably at that point if you're that guy, I'm like you're right it's not my business. see you later. <laughs> <laughs> You're not, okay, you're, that didn't go. You're, you're clearly not a person I have an interest in <laughs> speaking with. Then, if you're just gonna be a big dick, I just I, I I don't know how to get inside that person's head. Neither do I. You know, like I, but, I mean, but if, I don't think the, I don't think the majority of people are that though. I get where you're going with that, right. but I don't think the majority of people are that. I think the majority of people, truthfully, if you were to go up to them and they were interested in having a reasonable conversation, and you were to say, "What's your motivation with having 17 packs of toilet paper in your cart?" If the person was truthful, they would probably say, I'm not sure, but I saw someone with 16 packs mm, of toilet mm-hmm, paper mm-hmm, in theirs, mm-hmm. so I'm getting 17. Right. Just because I don't know when the next time is that they're going to be stocked on the shelves. That's or... right. And and my information is based upon, my, sorry, my action that I'm, that I'm engaging in right now with buying all the toilet paper is based upon zero information whatsoever Yes, other than the lemming effect. What you're witnessing. That's right. Thing. Huh. What was your reaction to when everything happened? Did you rush out of here? And, no. Oh God, you know. no, no. Well, what did you do? I
0: I mean, like, I was just kind of... I was going to wait it out more than anything just to see what other people were going to do. And, uh, uh, that's know, interesting.
1: I, you should just say that, though. See what other people are going to do.
0: Well, I I just... more, More so to see... How bad it was gonna get, I guess. More than anything, you know, I wasn't gonna let their actions kind of influence what mine were gonna be. But it was just like, I don't want anything to do with this right now. Absolutely not. So, I mean, have at I, I was just kind of a sit and wait kind of person, more than anything. Maybe that. Maybe I'm not the kind of person that's gonna survive in the apocalypse. In the apocalypse, then, because I'm not. I'm not taking action. Although, you know, but it's not the right.
1: But this action that's been taken is not the right action to be taken. I don't thinking. think it is either. It's no, just of course not. not it's completely not when i learned about what was happening what was going on granted i was not engaged fully with all the information but okay it's a flu okay people have unfortunately regrettably uh become very ill and some a good number of people have passed away mm-hmm. but then you kind of sit back and think is everything going to cave in because of this it seems highly highly improbable yeah like for all the toilet paper, kind of being funny, not funny, but for all the toilet paper to be consumed to the point of there nothing being left mm-hmm. before there is some actionable solution or whatever it might be to the crisis that's happening, that just didn't translate into a probability for me. Yeah, And I kind of thought, well, Dumsky, who goes out and buys a dozen packs of toilet paper, Unfortunately for me, the guy who didn't rush out and buy any toilet paper, when I need toilet paper in like a week or two weeks, I've kind of thought to myself, maybe I end up going to the supermarket and there isn't going to be anything and I'll be like, ah, shit. Right. No pun intended. (laughs) But I'll figure it out, you know, whether it's my brother or my parents or something like that. Or the other alternative is, it's fine in two weeks. Semblance has been restored and they've come to an accord by saying, no, we're limiting everything that's not essential. However, the things that are essential, they, these will continue to move. I'll go there and there will be toilet paper. And Dumsky, who bought 12 packs of it, all to you, my friend, were you? Were, is your? are you now parking your car outside because your garage is full of toilet <laughs> paper, you <laughs> moron? I you mean, know what I mean? Like, kind of jokes on you in the end. Uh, I mean, it doesn't expire at least. So, I mean, he can... I guess it doesn't expire it forever. at But good. But that's just what I mean. I can't... I didn't see what the means was for this. It was fucking stupid. What do you? How how optimistic are you uh, at how things are gonna unfold
0: here? Like when when when? And and this isn't based on any kind of, you know, we're probably the last people you want to come to for 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 information in regards to right uh, scientific accuracy or anything like that. But just based on how you feel, just but based on what you've witnessed, absorbed, whatever. Like, are you optimistic on?
1: how things are going to kind of what kind of conclusion things are going to come to i'm optimistic from the perspective of life will continue on at some point yeah for sure and life will be fine and it's easier for me to say because i don't have my my well-being and my job and my gainful employment i think things would have to get very extreme for that to be compromised Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i i think i'll be okay yeah and, and and can be for the foreseeable future i know a lot of people are for sure not because they're again they're closing all non-essential things right so lots of recreation and entertainment because that's not essential yeah yeah other things that hospitality that. industry we hospitality that, yeah. yeah you know takes a huge nosedive yeah and it's not as though i have my life savings invested in the markets and those have all now been flushed on the toilet although everything will come back eventually mm-hmm. um so am I optimistic? I'm not saying I'm optimistic because I think this is a real big hit to just the general state of the world. Yeah. But I don't feel, I don't have any despair towards it.
0: Yeah. man, that's a good word for it. I think, you know, I, I, I I haven't resounded myself to the fact that this is the new norm. It's temporary. I wish I had a better idea of how long. Uh, That's kind of what I said at the beginning is I feel very, the, the, the unknown is, 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 is what's making me so
1: anxious right now but uh, what what's making you and rightfully so that's like everybody the unknown makes an uncertainty it makes people anxious but what of it is making you
0: because i don't know how how long this is going to
1: be my life
0: you know how long am i, I don't i don't i i can't imagine myself working from home for the next two three four months yeah, like that's, that's it's you know I, I don't like this kind of is, isolation i understand that it's required right now, but that doesn't mean that I have to enjoy it, you know, I, I, I'm a social person um, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a person that's very uh, rooted in routine, I like the, you know, I, I like to, to be able to know in advance how I'm going to be planning certain things, I like right. to have certain things that I've planned in the future that I can look forward to and everything is just very up in the air right now, it's very day by day and that's taken some, some adjusting
1: for me you know, so but you're an introspective person, right? And you're, an, you're a self-aware person. And I think for people like you, this provides a good opportunity to learn more about yourself. It's almost right. a... Well, I won't say it's a forced opportunity because it's a choice to do that. What it is, is it's a very conducive opportunity for someone to be able to step back from their life and actually evaluate and assess what is necessary what makes them tick what makes them feel fulfilled mm-hmm. what makes them feel vibrant yeah you know and and to peel away actually those layers of distraction that we all have every day of our lives mm-hmm. now do i think that's going to be the majority in the norm i don't know I, uh, let's not be let's me not be pessimistic about it do i think lots of people are going to just be watching netflix i don't know maybe yeah but is this an opportunity for people to take up a meditation practice? Yep. Totally. Is yeah. it an opportunity to read more books? Yes, it is. 100%. Uh, is it an opportunity to connect with the people that you are much more closer to? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Right. Again, to not over consume, uh, whether that's material things, whatever it might be. These are all opportunities that are available now. Is yeah. it going to happen? I don't know.
0: Well, I, I think that... You know, the more that we talk about it, the more that we suggest these kinds of things contemplation, you know, uh, evaluating, self evaluation, trying to increase self awareness and that kind of thing. I mean, it's, it's, people aren't going to do it if they don't know about it and if it's not top of mind. So, right. I mean, to, even to be able to kind of catch yourself sometimes if you're going down that wormhole and, you know just bathing in fear based on all the the, all all of what you're seeing on social media you know just have that self-awareness take that breath take that step back and maybe focus your on your your attention on something that's going to be a
1: lot more um, productive overall right so for all intents and purposes we kind of failed at this test well so far so far so far i mean it it
0: went off to to a good start here that's for sure (laughs) you know maybe we'll that'll sink in too right and we'll be able to kind of right the ship a little bit like how much worse can things get at this point well that's a that's a loaded question well again trying to think about this optimistically like i i don't want to present any kind of a doomsday scenario i mean obviously things can 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 get worse based on where we're at now and 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 knowing what i do know about the virus i i don't think that it's going to be i i don't think it's going
1: to be chaos i don't think it's going to be world war z or anything like that you know neither do i nor should it be i mean it is um, again i'm not a medical expert but it is a flu virus right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i mean people have succumbed to it for whatever number of reasons because they weren't able to identify it or i know the elderly are at a great greater risk than than kind of majority of the population Mm -hmm. but it is just a flu like for everything to have collapsed the way that it did that boggles my mind yeah even the fact that it okay well this is something new we don't really know much about it granted i mean how big of a difference is it is is it for from other respiratory illnesses that there are out there again I, i don't know i don't want someone who's much more educated than i am listening to this and and saying this guy's full of shit because quite possibly i am mm-hmm. they're just um uh, there's there's been so much chaos over this i just have a really really tough time believing that there's a lot more to it than the ic's yeah,
0: yeah. well if anything you know um we live in canada and from what i can tell it's it's being dealt with for the most part as, as, as good as it can be mm-hmm. uh certain measures have obviously been put in place we're trying to learn from italy's mistakes I know that there was a stimulus package that just came out from the government that, uh, is obviously going to be injecting a lot of help into the lives of, of thousands, if not millions of people. So, uh, it's not all doom and gloom there's, and there's a lot of good news out there too. You know, you've, I don't know what you've read, but I've heard that, uh, you know, there's Canadian scientists that have isolated it and they're, they're, they're looking to, um, you know, uh, kind of move forward with uh trying to implement the vaccine and that kind of thing so i mean like there, there's there, there are good news stories it's just unfortunate that you have to dig through the crappy ones in order to find uh
1: you know the light at the end of the tunnel but it's there it's there they are for sure there but it's again it's a little bit reflective of the the maybe overall complexion of how humanity is there's a lot of those um good news stories and humanitarian stories and helpful stories people coming to the aid of others but man there was a lot that wasn't that initially certainly initially really and and that's that for me is the most concerning because when we're faced with the unknown and when we're faced with something that comes on abruptly and and quickly what's the instinctual response
0: i think it's trying to get some sort of control
1: you know like if if
0: if I'm if I feel like going to the store and hoarding gives me some sort of um, you know feeling that I'm doing something at least you know that's that's at least. it's it's something I guess you're preparing I don't know man it, again I'm trying to speculate here and get myself in somebody else's shoes that's making decisions that I'm not but I think that you know when things are outside of your control you you kind of scramble and you you do whatever you
1: can to to make you think that you got to handle things, right? But then you're grasping at false sense of control. Well, of and, course, and I think your and I think your mind knows intuitively that that is a false sense of control.
0: Oh, sure. Because I mean, you're not sitting in your in your on your couch afterwards, surrounded by all your toilet paper and hand sanitizer, thinking, "Right,
1: I'm good." Yeah, I'm set. I'm you know? set. <laughs> this, this so I, I think that I, mean. I think that even creates more distress and anxiety potentially whether it be subconsciously or consciously because you haven't addressed anything no you haven't addressed anything like in instances of this how you address it is you you take that deep breath and you pause and much like you said you wait Mm -hmm. you wait and see what's going on
0: yeah like what are some of the takeaways that we can kind of instill in people the fact that the social media wormhole is something you want to steer clear of contemplating meditation journaling take this time and, and use it, you know, how often do you often do you say there's just not enough hours in a day? I don't have enough time to do X, Y, Z. Well, figure out what those things are and, and you know, don't think that you have to do all of them, but do one of them.
1: This is going to be, we're a little bit in, in a silo here, you and I, if I can say so. This is going to be quite difficult for people, for example, that have children. Of course. Because school's out for yeah. the summer, right? Yeah. And so I, I, I imagine many, many of those people are not going to have similar opportunities, for example, say like you and I would, to find those hours to do other, that's a great point or meaningful things. But there's also the opportunity to look to how are you connecting with your children, um, totally, but again, I mean, people have to work if they can work from home. I guess not everyone has the the ability to you know, or the, the option to, to work from yeah. home. So there are a lot of variables to consider with this. But that's the thing. That's I think that's what the takeaway is to respond to your question. There is the takeaway is to a couple things come to mind. One, how did you react to it initially? Mm-hmm. If you were a toilet paper vampire, <laughs> um, maybe think about that. Maybe let yourself know that that probably wasn't good enough. Right. You and know? be honest with yourself. And be honest with people. Yourself, it's right? fine. You just don't do it again. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I, I don't, it doesn't make me feel like a good person to sit up here and say, shame on you, to use the words that we were defining earlier. Right. But at the same time, I will say, maybe use it as an opportunity to say, what did I do? And was it all for my fear, for my own self-preservation, or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and to to put that in your back pocket as a learning opportunity, right? And then the other takeaway is, as you said, okay, there's going to be this is going to be my life now. What are the opportunities here to connect with myself, connect with the people around me um, in a in a constructive, meaningful way?
0: And feel free to, of course, connect with us over on Instagram. That's scr8 love straight love we read all of your comments we respond to all of your messages so hey if you're feeling anxious if um if this is uh if something that you're struggling with if you just want to reach out for some sort of uh, of a connection you know we're we're always going to be here and uh you know like i said we we appreciate our listeners and we will we'll, we'll connect with you in, in whatever way uh we possibly can so uh thank you so much for listening i'd love to be able to uh you know end this on more of a positive note and we usually kind of try and make people smile as much as we can but unfortunately times are tough right now but like i said don't give up hope because we're certainly not cover your mouth and nose cover your mouth and nose (laughs) love you all thanks for listening Bye bye